basically. Hey, witches. Oh, wow. That sounds so good. Um, we are so excited to be, to be using our brand new microphone in our quarantine quarters. My name is Leah Knauer. And I'm Rachel LaForest. And we are your basic witches coming mm -hmm. to you from the closet. Yes. And the big debate today was, do we smoke before recording the episode or during? Um, and the answer, I guess, came out to during. So... That's exactly right. <laughs> As I held that inhale while Leo was talking. Yeah, it's a long inhale. Ooh. Oh, yeah. We're excited um, to get into some questions and answers from you guys. Yeah, you all submitted questions on our Instagram, and we're so excited to finally do this. We've wanted to do this for a while. And it only took a global pandemic. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of things that I've been saying that to lately. That is very true. But I'm um, glad that this one is something we want to do. Yeah, totally. And we've had so much fun connecting with all of you on our Instagram live. We do Blazin every Tuesday. Um, and we've been doing some like Zoom calls and meeting you because some of you are joining our Patreon. So it mm -hmm. is really nice to be using this time and connecting with all of you and your amazing energies. Oh my gosh, seriously. It's <laughs> like, I know you guys thank us for um, helping you and, and like when we have connected with you, you're always very grateful and I just want everyone to know it's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah, it goes both like, ways. I ser yeah, seriously, I'm so grateful yeah. for all of you listening. We love all you. So let's get into your questions. Okay, first question. Bellin, we're going to fuck up probably all these yeah. names. Bellin Benway says, do you two think that you would ever do a workshop or retreat type of event after all the distancing is over? Sending mm. love. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you heard on the past life regression episode with Myla Ivers, she was like, I see you guys with a school um, <laughs> or maybe like classes. And we we talked after that episode about how we definitely see that, too. Mm -hmm. Some sort of guides or retreats or something well we definitely want to do a tour which would be like comedy shows but that is like kind of our version of yeah. a retreat too because you know this isn't just comedy that we're doing here we're talking about some deep fucking shit exactly um, and i dream of us like i envision us going to a retreat in like malibu or mexico or somewhere just like amazing and I mean, exactly. I guess that's the point of retreat. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been on one. I always think of the, like, conference retreats. That's what... Mm. Okay, you know um, Too Hot to Handle, the show you've yes. been loving? I'm watching it, too. Yeah. That's a retreat. Mm. Like, it looks all tropical. Yeah, we would totally do that. Hell yeah. Okay, Sarah G. Scarborough says, Which tarot card out of a standard tarot deck do you each feel most drawn to? Mm. I'm not fully versed in tarot. So I don't even know that I can call to mind every single card, you know, to be able to, like, choose. But mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, the Empress comes to mind. That was the one that came okay, to mind yeah. to me. Yeah, but I also don't do tarot a lot. So, But I guess calling upon the goddesses, um, the goddess that I fall, feel really mm. drawn to is Pele, Divine Passion. Because that one always yes. like, just gets me pumped. Did you know my ukulele is named Pele? Oh, cute. And she's from Hawaii. <laughs> Pele the ukulele. Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> um, I also feel drawn to the Queen of Pentacles. I just now realized because 
my partner um, very early on in dating. So like when we very first started dating, I was in theater macabre and I was playing a French gypsy um, like fortune teller character. And so that was like his introduction to meeting me. That was the main thing I was working on. He saw pictures of me and all of it. And then like that next weekend or something, he goes to a Halloween party because it was like that season and finds a Queen of Pentacles tarot Mm. card just on a table, just one card. And so, yeah, it's actually on his altar. I'm doing quotes because he has like a man, a man (laughs) altar. (laughs) No, it really is an altar. And he has that on there. And it just I know it symbolizes me yeah for him so i love that yeah you told me that yeah yeah i love that story um which oracle decks do you use we use dorian virtue goddess oracle decks um but you can use whichever one you feel called to yeah i i heard the mermaids and dolphins one. like there's so many you could just find which ones call to you mm-hmm. for i sure. love a lot actually a lot of people ask us that question so we might as well address it like where do we get Mm. Um, decks and how do you choose I think the best thing is to look up your local metaphysical shop or like witchy shop and see like in front of you the decks and like look at the pictures and the vibe because some decks are like more positive some are darker so just like explore and see whatever calls to you and then for those of you that don't live in places with that type of a shop because you know I know some of you listening live like in the Bible Belt, for example, yeah. where they, that shop probably doesn't exist, um, then maybe check out Etsy or mm-hmm. um, Instagram. Like, search, you know, a hashtag for an Oracle deck. Totally. And see what's out there. A lot of our guests have, you know, decks yeah. of their own. So check them out. Angel Phoenixes comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Next question. How Drucy. Got- yeah, Drucy James. <laughs> How do you guys stay positive with all this negative around us? <laughs> mm. I don't always, to be totally honest, which I guess is a part of the process of staying positive, is allowing yeah. myself to feel shitty when I feel shitty, because there are days that I feel shitty. Mm-hmm. It's like that, you know what I'm realizing you know how all these things are like workouts. Like we know yoga is a workout. We know going to the gym is a workout. And then they translate that into like mental health, like Mm -hmm. um, therapy. It's a workout for your brain and all this stuff. Like practicing positive thoughts is a workout. Mm -hmm. And it's like harder for some people than others. And it's easier as you continue to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's kind of that same thing with where, uh, (laughs) where you get, knocked off the horse and then it feels extra hard to get back on but it is like riding a bike so honestly it's just like you have to get back into your positive affirmations or Mm -hmm. meditation or journaling or whatever uh practice you have around positive thinking I recently changed my phone wallpaper to this like neon (gasps) picture that says I fucking love my life (gasps) and every time I just like look at my phone it reminds me it says it for (sighs) me so it's like tricking my brain basically but I think that is a a huge way on how I stay positive yeah especially because I have um post-it notes on my mirror in the bathroom Mm. Set reminders, like Mm -hmm. write reminders to yourself, like memento your (laughs) life, positive mindset. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But that makes me think of also fucking gratitude. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, the one sure way to stay positive in a negative situation is gratitude. Mm -hmm. 
My therapist recently had me write out a list of 27 things I'm grateful for, mm. one for each year. Oh, okay, nice. And um, yeah, and I wrote it all in like a matter of five minutes and it felt really good. That's a good it was idea. so many things. Yeah. And you see like the web of connections of how like one thing you're grateful for leads to another person, which led to a project, which, you know, it's like, it's all <gasps> mm-hmm. connected. And I'm sure you could do that again right now and come up with 27 more things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. Miss Emily Burks, how can we cultivate that coven feeling from home? Mm. Well, you're in the right place. <laughs> I mean, I hope this helps. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, having an altar is, mm. I love I love my altar. I have all my favorite books, and they're all colorful, and my crystals are there, and it's just like a nice space. I told my boyfriend he can't fuck with any of my stuff on there Mm. (laughs) like it is a sacred space so I if you want to cultivate a coven feeling I mean invest in that stuff if you don't already have it Mm -hmm. and then I think for the other part of being in a coven is you know like the community that Mm -hmm. that's you have that you know the other people commenting on this question and answer Mm -hmm. thread are your coven like all the basic witches are a coven so connect with stick around here yeah yeah um. Yeah, another question. Who are your witchy inspirations? Ooh. Oh. I mean, the first one uh, that comes to mind is Stevie Nicks. Oh, nice. She's just like badass. I was seeing Elvira. Oh. <laughs> she's hilarious, mm-hmm. sexy, and witchy. Um. Oh. Oh. I mean, I'm seeing um, Angelica Houston because she plays witches so mm-hmm. beautifully in different things. Yeah. Oh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Obby. the the Melissa Joan Hart one. Mm-hmm. Um, Grew up watching that. Yeah. I was so get told that I remind people of Caroline Raya. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. could see that. Okay. Another question from Miss Emily Burks. How do you incorporate witchiness into your wardrobe slash personal style? <laughs> I mean, I'm like always wearing third eyes and crystals, mm-hmm. like a little dash of sparkle or something to remind myself like how badass I am. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't see it but I'm wearing like dark lingerie or something that makes me feel witchy and powerful um anything that makes me feel badass chunky booties um like black leather booties things that make me feel strong and powerful mm-hmm. um make me feel witchy Jord MMM Jones asks <laughs> What do what do each of you want to be when you grow up? Or <laughs> thank you so much for thinking we're that young. Um, we've already grown up, but what did we want to be when and we did were little? We have pets. <laughs> and do or we have do pets? we do we have pets? We do not have any not pets currently. Well, we each have a man in our lives, so depends <laughs> on your pet. <laughs> um, what did we want? Oh, to be I wanted when to we... be an actress. So did I. Yeah. yeah so we're doing it. We are and doing we're, it. We're grown. Yeah. <laughs> I I have like I remember though before I was totally settled on actress I thought of so many things that I wanted to be but most of them were based on movies oh funny yeah that I saw and then I realized as I got older like oh I don't want to be a lawyer like Elle Woods I want to be an actress like Reese Witherspoon yes oh my god because then I get to like be all these things yeah so yeah I wanted to be a vet I wanted to be an author I did really want to be a twin. I wanted a you twin. Can't do that. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not what but I like, thought you were But like, it takes like all the Mary Kate Ashley and all book, the Lindsay like, Lohan, all the beer commercials <laughs> together. Yeah, me and my twin would be hot. <laughs> totally. 
because we'd both be Scorpios and we'd be oh, like God. just just stomping down. Like, would, would that be legal? Like <laughs> incest? Too much fire. <laughs> That's not even what I meant. Oh, <laughs> we wouldn't do that. Oh, okay. Never know. George MMM Jones <laughs> asks again, what's your fave series, books, movies, TV you love to recommend to like-minded listeners? Mm. Oh, well, obviously Pussy. Mm-hmm. Um, movies. I liked Goop Lab. Like, I feel like listeners would like oh. Goop Lab, but that's like, you know, similar Gwyneth, to us. Gwyneth Paltrow is a little problematic. Is she? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pussy... The Law of Attraction, most of mine coming to mind are books, not really mm-hmm. movies and TV. Um, but actually, there is a documentary about the Law of Attraction called The Secret, I think is what it's yeah. called. And that's incredible if you haven't seen that. There was that Heal documentary we, we watched. Mm. That was cool. I think it was called Heal on Netflix. <laughs> Maybe. I think it was the Heal documentary. Um, and then... Oh, any oh. Brene Brown yes. TED Talk? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the Brene Brown TED Talks and her audiobook. Um, and uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. That's mm-hmm. what I'm doing my meditations from after reading that book. And it's been really helpful. Like, I am seeing progress. Yeah. But so. there's so many. I mean, we mentioned so many things and people. And that's what makes us eclectic witches is we're always mm-hmm. grabbing information from all kinds of people. So if you have any fave series to share with us, let us know mm-hmm. because I'm always down to find out new ones. And then last question from Jordan M.M.M. Jones. <laughs> um, how did you two meet? We met in a musical improv class at UCB. Mm-hmm. And from that grew Adele Dezine, mm-hmm. which is our musical improv team. And all of us ladies have like really stuck with each other oh my through gosh. some shit. So yeah. it's it's amazing to have a sisterhood. We are a coven. Adult Azim is a little mini coven, just mm-hmm. the six of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's So Chell asks, I just found your podcast and I am obsessed with you too. Thank you. <laughs> I would say I'm a baby witch for one year, but still in the closet. My question is, how did you come out to the world? And if so, did you ever have to deal with someone who is constantly calling it the red man's work? <laughs> Whoa. Sorry you have to deal with that because that sucks. Yeah. I've never uh. had someone say that. <laughs> I've never heard someone call the devil the red man. <laughs> I think that's really funny. <laughs> Which reminds me, the the um, cat that we were almost going to foster, remember how I was like, maybe we'll name it Satan. And then it turns out this cat is like feral and so Satan. mean that we can't even take it home. Literally Satan. <laughs> um, but how did we come out of the broom closet is what she's asking. It was a pretty swift coming out process for me. Um, I mean, I've always been a feminist. I've always been outspoken. I've always been like, oh, Leah's sensitive. She's all about kindness and whatever. But like, I don't know. I don't think anyone in my family was surprised that I'm like spiritual and liberal and feminist, which is like kind of similar to witchcraft. I also think they think it's a joke. Like they don't think I'm a real witch. But it's like, what is a real it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my coming out has just been like me, like doing my own thing and not even explaining it. And they're just starting to figure it out. I didn't really officially do any, like, I'm not religious. I Mm. am into witchcraft or whatever, Mm. where like, which I could have, because my family is so religious, but 
I'm just over here doing my own thing. And I think we're lucky because we're in LA. So we don't, we could wear whatever we want in that realm and not get, you know, any yeah. attention like for it. Yeah. It just is normal here. Right. Um. So like if somebody's telling you you're doing the red man's work, you're obviously in a place that's not as like witch friendly. Yeah. Um. So your coming out is going to look different. But I would say like, remember that you're not alone because I mean look everything's virtual right now Mm -hmm. and you can literally (laughs) connect with this coven here so like we got you I guess is what I want to say yeah well and also my mom is the daughter of a pastor um (laughs) and she knows that I'm a witch and I have a podcast called basic witches um but like she knows at the end of the day whether I call myself a witch or not which sounds evil like it's the devil's work she knows at the end of the day I'm a good person and I do good things exactly same with your parents I know so like that is as long as you're doing that and you're not harming yourself or anyone else then like it's on them for Mm -hmm. not accepting you Mm -hmm. in my non-defensiveness my safety lies (laughs) like you don't have anything to defend so you're going to be fine by just doing your own thing. Your boundaries are created by just doing what you want to mm. do. People, yeah, people will, like, treat you and respond to what... How you carry yourself mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, exactly. If somebody's bothering you about the red man or you've got something else frustrating you uh, in your mind and want some help, then we are so excited to be offering a deal with BetterHelp. They are fully licensed professional therapists that you can access online from anywhere in the world, and they can help you. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. So it is available for clients worldwide. That's right. Wherever you're listening from, hopefully a safe home that you're isolated in, you can be helped by a therapist. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is so awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So we are happy to offer you 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash basic witches. Again, that's www.betterhelp.com slash basic witches for 10% off your first month. We hope that helps. You asked about our daily rituals and we totally forgot to mention that one of our new favorite rituals is using Ned CBD. They're all about the womb space and us women and they use natural herbs to create this CBD that is so delicious. There's one that tastes like chocolate. There's one that tastes like straight dandelion. Oh, you will love it. Yes. And although we witches do love our weed, this is not a activated THC. So it's not something that makes you high. It's Full spectrum CBD, which has all these health benefits. A lot of people use it for anxiety, but it's also for anti-inflammatory. It can treat uh, anxiety and PTSD, um, natural pain relief, treats depression, um, and it's a super rich source of antioxidants. And Mm -hmm. just from our own experience, um, it's been really nice to have the little affirmation reminders on their packaging. I literally like every time I do the dropper under my tongue, I read the bottle and it says I am balanced, like for this specific Mm -hmm. one I'm taking. And I say that as I do three deep breaths. It's very nice that they kind of built in the ritual. Mm -hmm. Totally. And what I love about Ned is that they're slow crafted with love from seed to bottle by an extraordinary group of women. Mm -hmm. So you know that they care about what they're making. 
um, yeah, I used the salve on my um, like lower abdomen mm. today and the tincture. So I'm I'm all about the net. Yeah, we got the <laughs> natural cycle kit, which is all uh, helping you gear up for and soothe yourself during your period. If you want 15% off and free shipping of your NED products, be sure to go to www.helloned.com slash witches. That's hello ned, H-E-L-L-O. Did I spell that? You did. <laughs> I'm a little high. We're leaving that in. <laughs> H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash witches to get 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Thank you, Ned. I do know how to spell hello. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, okay, next question. <laughs> the red man's work. I'm just still... <laughs> Oh, speaking of red, girl in the red <laughs> shoes yes. says, first, you two are amazing. Thank you. I actually discovered Basic Witches by Candace Kayla podcast. Mm. I live in India where people don't have much knowledge about witchcraft generally. There are no right covens or guidance available. So I mostly depend on old books and internet. I have been a solitary, as in a solitary witch, mm -hmm. for two years now. Any advice how to stay true to craft or how to embrace it or enhance it when you're a solitary witch? This is such an interesting question. I know um, a few witches who prefer to be solitary in their practice, mm. uh, some that we've had on the show. Mm -hmm. um, so there's nothing wrong with being a solitary witch, but it sounds like you want some support. So I think um, given that, you know, India where you are doesn't embrace the craft, you're probably going to have to be very witchy. And do it in a closet, like we're recording this episode right now. Yeah. And, I <laughs> and do, get online. I do wonder if there's like a kind of secret society in your town um, of people who are looking. So I don't know, but yeah, then like virtual covens are also really important. So yeah, yeah connect with the people in our comments and lift each other up. Mm -hmm. And um, that's yeah, kind of recreating the coven vibe. Mm -hmm. But I love that you're practicing for two weeks yeah, all on your two own. Two years. Or sorry. <laughs> I meant to say years. So you've been practicing for two years on your own. That's badass. Yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it. Yes. Okay, Alex Lavaake1010 says, do you think you'll ever do a tour for live podcast? Yes. Check. Want to, <laughs> Hell yes. Like as soon We've as been we can leave. <laughs> planting the seeds for so long. Yes. It's happening. Another question. What's your favorite online store for witchy stuff? I don't really shop online for witchy stuff. Because in LA, we have so many places in person we can get mm -hmm. it. Um, but if if House of Intuition is online, I mean, I like them. Uh, I think they maybe you can order from them online. Witch Baby Soap has amazing <gasps> witchy bath bombs. Mm-hmm. Oh, Goddess Provisions Box. Our box is like yes. where I get a ton of my witchy products and it comes every month and it's the best box oh, out there. I feel like each month gets better and better. Oh, yeah. Truly. It's such nice stuff. <laughs> yeah. So Goddess Provisions. Yeah. Okay. Store PMS Express. Amazing. Yes. All aboard. Uh, story, the first spell or manifestation that worked. Ooh, I have mine that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's so witchy too. So um, the long and the short of it is that I got accepted into acting school in New York. So I got to move when I was 15 from Ohio where there was like, I had exhausted the acting opportunities to New York where it was like, oh, I get to just 
dive in here. Um, and I wanted it so bad, so, so, so bad that I would say I manifested it because I kept the goal of getting in in mind and I had to then do all the steps of like convince my parents that I can mm -hmm. even apply, uh, figure out how to apply online when like the internet was still budding. <laughs> like it wasn't <laughs> so easy, you know? Um, and then go audition, then go to back for a callback, figure out how to get to like all the things. But when I got that like acceptance letter, it just felt like magic. It felt like mm. I just changed my whole life. That's a big manifestation. Wow. Like I changed and my whole life. What do you think the processes were of that? But like believing in yourself? Yeah. Doing yeah. Something like believing that I was better than my circumstances mm. because what happened was I auditioned to be the Wicked Witch of the West. Amazing. Speaking of it's witches, yes, in the um, high school play at my original high school in Ohio. And I had a killer audition. I was like, yes. that was so good, but I didn't get it. Oh. And it was it was for sure political because I was in a sport and I wasn't in drama club mm. therefore. And it was like given to a drama club person. The classic high school musical the story. Uh, literally. <laughs> oh my, I was both parts. I was both characters. <laughs> um, so that lit the fire under me, you know, it was kind of like lowercase t, t traumatic where I got fed up and I was like, I know I'm meant to do this and I have to get myself out of here to do it because I have exhausted the options here. And That's very witchy. Doing it. Yeah, and I'm doing um, my first manifestation spell, I've told this on the podcast before, the coffee. Yes, I knew it. Yes, yes. It's like so simple. It's so but cool. It's so huge to me. Um, it was freshman year of college. I can still remember the walk. It was like 6 fucking a.m. Oh, my God. And every morning I went to get coffee from like the coffee place nearby. And um, this one day I was like trying actively to work on the secret and the law mm. of attraction because I just found out about it the year prior senior year in high school so I was like just toying with it again and um so I order my coffee and then I see this little sign that says like 50 cents for vanilla drip or whatever to like add a flavor and then I thought like oh man I wish like I got that syrup and then literally the next second Later, she goes, the coffee lady goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I put vanilla syrup in your coffee. Do you want, do you want a new one? I was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> I know. And I just walked away just like in shock and awe. Just like that literally felt like magic. Mm -hmm. It felt like I saw the future or I was like manifesting and controlling maybe my brain connected with her brain which connected to her hands subconsciously like I don't know what happened mm -hmm. but from that moment it's just been that over and over with manifesting did you do you remember like after that moment that you did you did you remember that like did you carry that with you throughout mm -hmm. your future and like I try to recreate it <gasps> Sometimes it worked and sometimes yeah. it didn't. And then I got in a dark place in my life and then I kind of lost that mm. ability, you know, because when you're in the you darkness, forgot. it's hard to see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now that I'm back out of that, like, I just, I'm, yeah, manifest like that all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, when like you're this walking, microphone. <laughs> yes. Oh, we should tell that yeah. story. This microphone that we're fucking using right now. So last week... Rachel and I decided, like, because everything's virtual, we're going to have to be recording at home. So, oh, it's 4.44. So, <laughs> so we should, like, just invest in a nice microphone. 
And literally the next day, I log on to Facebook and I see this post in like one of my comedy groups of this woman that had this microphone. She wanted to get rid of it because she doesn't use it and she wants to give it to someone in the comedy community. So then I, I message her. She gives us the mic and we're like so grateful. Yeah, one day manifestation. Yeah, this was the next day. <sighs> and then the next day after that, at like 11 a.m., we got a knock on our door from the delivery guy dropping off a box. Addressed to basic witches. Uh-huh, <laughs> and it's this microphone. And it was gifted from our podcast network, Soul Fire Network. So it's just like... So it's like what double manifestation yeah. like <laughs> instantly yes and, and then we were able to like pay it forward mm-hmm. with the um the someone f- else who was looking for a microphone yeah so just <sighs> so cool and I think the trick to that is asking the universe and not judging how it's coming in and being <sighs> grateful for whatever does come in because even with that used mic the first one we got we were so yeah like, it was still an upgrade yeah. like and then it just and then we were so grateful <laughs> and then we fucking pulled in another one yes. like in my meditation um he says gratitude is a state of receivership and i just love remembering that cuz mm. i'm like yeah, when you are just so grateful, things so easily come to you. You also it, have lower expectations, so you're actually, like, happier. Yeah, yes, exactly, which ugh, higher vibe, higher vibe is, like, yeah, law of attraction. Mm. The best. <sighs> so cool. Kelsey's Harry asks, <laughs> any daily rituals you practice? Any. <laughs> A lot. I'm All oil day. pulling right now, mm. coconut oil. Um. I, I'm doing it right before I brush my teeth so that I remember to do it. And that feels like a ritual because it gets me to slow down. Um, yeah, it's kind of meditative. Oil pulling pulls out toxins from your mouth. I've done it to literally cure my eczema. Like yeah. my wrist used to be so fucking flared up. And I told Rachel about oil pulling. Not for nothing. My skin is getting better. I'm doing a lot of different things. So it's not like a controlled experiment. But yeah, oil pulling is a daily ritual for me. Um, meditation is an almost daily. I've been maybe like three or four times a week doing it mm-hmm. uh, what else <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah any other do you have any oh yeah daily I have lots yeah. um what are my... rituals I've been gua shying my face oh cool that's the stone you rub with um like face oil that's been really nice I always do some kind of mental health check-in whether that's like I have therapy that day or if Mm. I do a little yoga or if I just journal out on the balcony. Something to just check in with like, okay, how am I feeling and why? Mm. Um, And I think I pull cards every day too. Oh, nice. I don't pull every day. Okay. Um, I do light Palo Santo almost every day and Mm. I water my plants and that's very like a ritual for me. It feels like a witchy connecting to nature moment. Oh, and I smoke weed every day. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Smoke weed (laughs) every day. (laughs) Vanessa Lamb underscore writes, what was your life like before witchcraft? Well, like Leah said earlier, I was fucking born a feminist, I think. I don't know how, but my life was already so witchy before I knew what witchcraft was. Mm -hmm. Me too. So um, it's hard to say, like, what was it like before? But I will say, you know, my vocabulary has changed a lot. Like, I just... I speak in witchy terms more mm-hmm. now. Um, when well, you embrace it more. Yeah. And same for myself. Like, I think of before and after witchcraft was me 
embracing all of this. Whereas I used to, and that includes like my sexuality and my sensuality yes. and my femininity. Cause I used to, I was in stand up, you know, mm-hmm. for like six years where it's so masculine. I had to like downplay and feel like gross and hideous just to feel like I fit in. But that's not me. I'm mm-hmm. like, we're in my closet. It's like colorful and sparkly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I had to embrace and accept that um, and that was only maybe like four years ago with Adele Dazeem was a huge part of it. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my full on came after Adele Dazeem too. So I guess before that time I was, I was not as much, uh, good at self love. I would say is like mm. one of the big before times things. Um, I think I had my witchy moments and I had like, I, I had that same fire and that same voice in me that was strong, but it, I didn't love myself enough yet to own it and embrace it. So the before times are a little darker in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Quirky book lover O2, what is your favorite place to buy crystal jewelry? Ooh. This screen name, I just love it. Quirky book lover. <laughs> I'm like, it would be in, uh, it would be like a fake screen name in that show, You or something. You know, it's <laughs> like, what? Who made this up? That's I like so it. so funny. So like, perfect. What's your favorite place to buy crystal jewelry? Oh, well, I love the Adam Rabbit stuff we got. Adam Rabbit jewelry um, makes very witchy, like moons and also just beautiful necklaces that don't don't have moons. But, <laughs> but they put crystals into um, uh, bangles and stuff and make it look really nice. I was going to say the same. Nice. Drucy James, can I make my own oracle cards or is it better to buy some? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. If you're asking, yeah, then you should definitely make them. Like if you're feeling called to do that, for sure. Yeah, I think that sounds so powerful. And then like to get to use your own cards, I just feel like you're you're going to be uh, – they're going to work for you very well because you, you birthed them. Yeah. So they have your energy in them forever. Like, you know. And then print them out and it. send us a copy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Ines Goivia. Okay, I don't know. Here's has a few questions. What is your favorite way to balance masculine and feminine energy? Oh, favorite way to do that. Wow. Oh, honestly, mine get mine get, you know, imbalanced quite often. I have to like check in and ground a lot. Mm. Um hmm. I mean, sex. Mm. Masturbating is the first thing that comes to mind because it's like masculine and then it's like oh i just i just need myself i don't need anyone <laughs> but it's yeah. also feminine and then it's like exploring my pussy mm-hmm. um yeah i think that that does it <laughs> <laughs> you know what else like i don't know i don't they're not 50 50 it's not like a balance it's mm. just not for me it's like but it is different um at different points in my cycle like Right now I'm in summer. I'm ovulating. I'm, I feel more masculine. I feel more like externally driven. Like I was hanging out more with Leah and Drew, you know, I feel more social, but then in, when I'm bleeding, I feel more like the darkness, the feminine warmth Mm -hmm. of like a cave. Um, so my, they balance, I don't know, they kind of balance on their own as I shift through my cycle. And then my way to embrace that is just to fucking embrace it and not Mm -hmm. try to be different than how I am. Since stepping into your witchy power, how much was your life affected? 
I mean, so much because my <laughs> self-worth and my self-awareness is so high. And now I have been through so much that I know I'm what I'm not willing to allow anymore. Mm. And witchcraft has shown me that. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> this is why I love empowering women. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me so excited to see an empowered woman because she is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. She is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter who she is, she's a goddess. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Great answer. Do you have more paranormal activities since acknowledging your spiritual side? Hmm. I always want more and they don't happen. <laughs> so no, I feel like it's just, well, paranormal. I mean, I'm getting, I'm working on my psychic like visions mm-hmm. and they seem to be, you know, getting a little better. <laughs> you guys, this has been so fun. Yes. Thank you so much for submitting your questions. And thank you for listening. As always, um, if you have time to leave us an iTunes review, it really, really helps the show. It's kind of a domino effect starting from iTunes reviews. And they cascade this whole thing with all these (laughs) algorithms and other platforms that really matter. So if you can, we'd love that. Thank you. Yes. And hop on our Instagram at Basic Witches Tuesdays at 5.55 p.m. Pacific. Um, we come on sometimes with guests and we do card readings and connect with you and we pulled video with you and had some of you share the screen with us last week. Yes. It was so much fun. Um, so join us there. And now we have a link to a shop, which is slash basic witches merch. So it should be so easy. Um, yes, we're almost sold out, but there's still time. <laughs> and we're adding new inventory as we come up with things in quarantine. So it's a great way to support the show. And um, let's do a basic blessing to oh, end yeah. the episode. I mean, I'm so fucking grateful for this microphone and Kelly oh. and Soulfire. Yes, 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 yes. <sighs> I'm so grateful I can breathe. Mm-hmm. Ah, sending you all our love. Yes, we love you so much. Be well, be safe, stay sane. (laughs) See you later. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches.